Most of us have heard and sang the words to Johnson Oatman's famous hymn, Count Your Blessings. The opening verse reads like this, When upon life's billows you are tempest-tossed, when you are discouraged thinking all is lost, count your many blessings, name them one by one, and it will surprise you what the Lord hath done. At the age of 35, Oatman realised that he was not going to preach nor sing like his dad, yet he could write hymns, and write them he did, over 200 a year, a few of which have stayed with us in the Christian church to this very day. So many of us know that counting our blessings from God is a tremendous way to provide biblical perspective to trials and troubles. However, when was the last time we counted blessings which came as a result of curses or the ill intent of others or some other thing we associate with that word? It is only God, of course, who can turn curses into blessings. Our reading today is from Nehemiah chapter 13, verse 1 and verse 2. On that day they read in the book of Moses, in the audience of the people, and therein was found written, that the Ammonite and the Moabite should not come into the congregation of God forever, because they met not the children of Israel with bread and with water, but hired Balaam against them, that he should curse them. Howbeit our God turns the curse into a blessing. Reading the Bible is unquestionably one of the most profitable things that we can do. Likewise, the public reading of the Word of God carries with it immeasurable benefit to lives and to society. On this occasion that we have here in Nehemiah chapter 13, it's the last chapter in this Old Testament book, uh, well, we're reading about the dedication of the wall that was taking place, the wall that was now finally built. Many obstacles had to have become overcome. Many instances where those who threatened the work and mocked the people had to be faced up to. In this respect, numerous curses had been thrown down the gauntlet, but the work of God prevailed. And in the sense of this verse, God turned all matters around. He always does. It was appropriate for the word of God to be read on this occasion. One of the books of Moses was turned to, and this was Numbers. The priests were reading out these scriptures at the time, and they were reading from Numbers chapters 22 to 24, really reading from that section. And most of us would have read it, and most of us should be familiar with these scriptures. Remember, this was a vital time back in Numbers 22 and 24. Uh, in the history of Israel, when they were in the plains of Moab, Moab, and they were so close to entering into the promised land itself. Howbeit, uh, between really them and entering into the promised land stood the hostility of Moab. And uh, they were afraid of Israel, really. Their king Balak hired Balaam. Uh, he was effectively a, a false prophet, a, a diviner in dark spirits. And uh, Balaam was sent for, he was called for, and he was commissioned to pronounce a curse on Israel. The Lord turned all this around and through angelic intervention, Balaam, instead of giving a curse, well, the, the curse was turned into a blessing. And the blessing was the future glory of God's own people. What an astonishing turnaround it really was. So there in Nehemiah's days, we sort of fast forward to Nehemiah chapter 13, something similar 
you know, it had happened. And the, the priests were noting this detail. It was right for them to read this word. And, and they draw attention after reading that portion. And they, they say this, how be it our God turned the curse into a blessing. They're saying this as they read the word. Look what God did then and God does it now. God turns a curse into a blessing. What truths, Christian, flow from these words. Dear believer, remember that to, to, when you belong to God, and you belong to God through the faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, it means that you're in possession of this gem by which you can call God your own. Our God, these priests say in verse 2, how be it our God. What a truth. And with that in grasp, we, and so close to our hearts, we are immediately comforted, irrespective of what others, even Satan, intends. And also remember this, what comes our way? What comes our way? Even the buffeting of Satan himself and the sore, harsh aspects of life. God always has a way of turning everything around for his glory and for this intent to bless his own people and draw them closer to himself. After all, my dear friend, it isn't the pattern and the blueprint already there in Scripture. Is it not there in Calvary? As we look at the work of our Lord Jesus Christ, and we say it was Christ who became our curse to procure the blessing of our salvation.